You're listening to Borderline Idealists. If you're a longtime listener of the show or someone that cares about mental health outreach, we need your support. Right now, donate $5 and receive $5 free if you're a first-time user of the Cash App. Our handle is Molina Young. Cash App is a preferred method of receiving donations since it lets us keep 100% of what you send us without the outrageous transaction fees. For detailed directions, visit borderlineidealist.com forward slash give and get. Thanks, Chris. We've also started offering one-on-one peer support and DBT training. The first session is free and only $40 a month with up to four sessions per month and open access to us via email. Our consulting service is not just for mental health either. If you're interested in podcasting yourself, we can assist you in getting your podcasts off the ground, finding your niche, podcast management, and mentorship. Interested in being a mental health advocate? We are offering internships like social media marketing for the podcast. For more info on all of these topics we've mentioned, please go to borderlineidealist.com. And thanks once again. Hello, everybody. Hi, welcome to another episode of Borderline Idealist. Yo, hello, everybody. Welcome back, my friends, my idealists. I'm AJ. And this is Chris. And we are going to be talking about how being assertive, is not rude. Um, I think we posed it as a question, is being assertive rude? Because some people um, feel that way. And, oh, oh, I see somebody is, somebody wants to talk. Well, go on, go on. I just, you have to be assertive, Chris. You have to be assertive and say, um, it can be. I think <laughs> this is what we're going to discuss. The 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 differences and and how we tone, how we come across, it can become rude. But I think there's a way to be assertive without being rude. I think it's the yeah. The it it can be uh it can be difficult though because um and we're gonna do, act out a little a little skit here. Um, we're we're recording this podcast right now and actually we're gonna put it on YouTube also. So um we hi YouTube hello everybody. Um so we uh wanted to talk about yeah the assertiveness and um what was I thinking about my. My, my tone or um, how loud I am uh, affects how Chris takes my assertiveness. Um, and that is also affected by uh, my, my mood. If my emotions are raised more and more and more, um, then my, my tone could be different. So we're also going to talk about that too. Um, I had a graphic I think I posted, or I will post on our Instagram. I think Chris, you saw it about passive aggressive and being aggressive. Yes. Um, and so I thought that was really interesting. Um, why don't we, do you feel like uh, starting with the, the skit and uh, doing that first, we were going to demonstrate about being uh, something that just actually happened to us. I, um, it happened to us, and I said, Chris, hold those feelings. <laughs> And um, I was like, this is this would be great for the assertiveness thing. Um, so, uh, you know, you're, you'll see me be assertive, uh, which, wait, we're talking so much about assertive, we, let's define it first, you know, so that people do know it's not being rude. So um, how would you define assertive, Chris? Um, just from the top of my head, <laughs> not an official definition, I think it is relates to when you speak w- of what you want, um, 
that <laughs> well, you, you speak, you voice out what you are wanting, whether it's something physical, tangible, or just emotional. You know, what what are your whatever your needs are, you voice them out instead of holding them in um, in a constructive way, so that. Um, I, well, you, you won't always get what you want, I guess. But I don't know. No, you will not always get what you want. But that's it, it, being assertive is trying to tell other people what you would like, you know? And if we don't do that, then we may always end up with with, uh, uh, what other people like because we don't want to speak up. But the other part of it is being respectful and, you know, in a respectful, um, direct, um, calm, uh, non-blaming way, um, Boy, does that seem like a lot to, to think about being assertive? I just like to think about, you know, you want to ask for what you want in a respectful and, uh, I would say, non-blaming, non-blaming way. Um, you don't want to uh, come in being aggressive. And, you know, that's what I was actually... Oh, Chris pulled up the definition of assertive. Mine wasn't good enough. Non-blaming. Is that in the dictionary? All right, go on. Go no. on. <laughs> go on. Tell, you know, no, let's, let's get the... The definition. The definition here is, says uh, having or showing a confident and forceful personality. Mm. So, an, an example is patients should be more assertive with their doctors. A, a patient, yes, and confident. Is that what it's a patient and confident, or was there that, that was the example with the patient? That was the example. <laughs> what is it? A confident. Patient, the definition, having or showing a confident and forceful personality. Hmm. Uh, well, that's the personality. But forceful, uh, that that seems like one of those words. That could be negative or, or positive, you know. So the example is patients should be more assertive with their doctors as far as like, you know, this is what I want. Or mm-hmm. this is, you know, if if your special treatment or medicine, you know, I don't want this medicine because it makes me feel this way. Yeah. Don't be afraid to negotiate. And we're also going to talk about a DBT skill called Dear Man. I think we talked about it before. Um, and a part of it, the the in in there uh, is to negotiate. So with the doctor, if a doctor said, uh, I would like you to take this medicine, I think it would be best for you. Um, you know, you could say, you know, Sure, okay, uh, but if you have, you know, questions about it or you don't like that medicine, um, you would say, you know, I would rather, <laughs> I, um, I kind of think about um, acknowledging the other person, you yeah. know, okay, I respect I respect your opinion, and that's part of, like, being, like, respectful in the assertiveness, I feel. Like, I respect your opinion, but I would like this medicine. Um, my brother is actually taking this one, and it seems to... Um, he seems to tolerate that better. And I've heard about that other one and he took it and it didn't seem to work so much for him. So what do you think about that? Just that is being um, desertive. (laughs) It's being assertive because you're letting somebody know this may not work for me. Could you do this? And then the doctor could say, okay, yes, let's do this. Or no, this is the only medicine that I'll offer you. And then you know that it's time to maybe find another doctor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a assertiveness. Um, I, I found another definition of it that I liked. Um, 
It says being assertive means having the ability to speak up for ourselves in a way that is honest and respectful. Um, so I guess when you say forcefully, I kind of think of uh, directly. Mm-hmm. And that's what people confuse with uh, being rude. You know, if you speak up and like Chris said, you know, if you say something to someone, it may not be something that they want to hear. So it may, it could start a conflict. And so sometimes it's better just to, you know, I, I, you know, be quiet, you know, of course, yeah, you can choose your battles. Um, but I think it is important for you to make your voice heard and, uh, yeah, just make, make your voice heard because otherwise you're going to, you're going to regret it. You can, when, when you don't do that, you sort of start this trend of, um, belittling yourself and not allowing your emotions basically to to be in, told and that's something that I've struggled with is I haven't learned really to express my emotions in a healthy way um, and also just let it be known what I'm feeling what uh, what I'm going through so then you I you know I've bottle it up i keep it in because that's sort of how i grew up i tried to just dissipate it this um dissipate yeah dissipate <laughs> yeah um, dissipate. and you know it in time i move on but then it's like those it's like those um those things where they, they snowball and and then uh i get so frustrated about all these little things that i've moved on from that something else will come up and that it would turn into something bigger or I'll just release everything, all my frustration and things that I've been bottling, bottling up, I'll let it go in another conversation. So if we're having an argument about you picking up your clothes, then I'll bring up all these other things that <laughs> that are not, are not part of the, you know, the conversation. And so then the conversation goes nowhere because we're just going around in circles uh, with everything that I've, I've been bottling up. So, it's important to to speak up because um, it lets the other people in your life know uh, what you're going through, and mm-hmm. then they can they have the opportunity to recalibrate themselves and and see how their approach is affecting you as well. You know, I was thinking about one of our uh, our listeners um, we had talked to. He reached out to us and was saying that he feels like. Um, like you and, and situations with his, his partner, uh, because he will just shut down. His partner's talking to him, not necessarily being, you know, mean or maybe being a little forceful, you know, sometimes you, uh, they tend to like raise, um, raise your voice or maybe like you use your hands if you start being, uh, getting assertive. Um, but he said that, uh, he didn't like going, uh, speaking up because it was uh, what do you say? It was a, it was really something that had um, came came with him with the with childhood, you know, um, and that he had kind of grown up that way. I'm trying to remember exactly. Do you do you remember exactly what uh, what had happened in childhood? I think it was just a um, sort of similar to me where you just. You know, that's the personality oh, of the parent yeah, and the child I, relationship. I think he wasn't given uh, a choice, you know, really too much of a choice, which is, um, 
Well, it's kind of like you in childhood. You weren't given a choice in a lot of things, right? It's either... I had to grow up a lot. I had to grow up sooner than than my, you know, other kids because of our family situation. And I had a lot, you know, I had more responsibilities. Like, I mean, it's not like, you know, I was going to work to sustain my family. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I was, I helped a lot with my, my younger siblings and... I, those other things that, you know, made me grow up a little bit more. Mm. And there was um, a lot of yelling. Well, it wasn't a lot. That's but it what was, it was. It was, um, uh, I saw a lot of trying to depend on Chris's yelling memory. on my, from my mom, you know, she was going through a lot as well. My, both of my parents, you know, looking back on it through, through adult lens. I think that's what the part, uh, what, um, what the, um, uh, yeah, what <laughs> our listener had said, um, that it was because there was a lot of yelling in the household. And, you know, I, I think that he felt like if he said something back, you know, somebody may say something back in a raised voice. You know, there could, someone could yell. Someone could get angry, you know. Um, and and that can be scary, especially if you've been traumatized with that. I mean, for me, it was like, and that's something that we've discussed is that, there was it was so much that for me it was easier to just pull pull in and let it right let it die out you know over time my mom would get tired of talking and you know ranting and and yelling and stuff and then you know i was just sitting in the corner in my room or whatever and i just sit quietly and you know uh handle my feelings as best i could and then so that you know over time over the years you just learn to do that naturally so now that's why i don't like people raising their voice because it's a trigger for me. Like it makes me, it well, makes not, me want to do that. It makes me want to detach and just completely check out comfort. You don't like confrontation. I don't like it. Yeah. You don't, but the, but the voice as well, the volume, like mm-hmm. whenever I hear people, the tone and the voice, the volume, all of those are like triggers. That reminds me of, uh, I mean, I grew up in a very, uh, I think it's called authoritarian house where I wasn't really given a choice of too many things to do with my life, like what college to go to or, you know, what I wanted to study or my hobbies to be. I wasn't really given too much um, leeway to that. And what I was, I, I took everything I could. Like debate team, I was like so happy, you know? <laughs> but of course my parents were like, join a team. You need to put that on your college application, you know, join everything. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, there was a, the yelling in my house was really, uh, it was directed at, at me, but I was really affected by seeing my parents uh, fight a lot. And I think I got to a point where I was also silent too. I didn't want confrontation. I don't, I want everyone to, I'm an idealist. I want everyone to like each other. Everyone should just get along. We're brothers of man. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not, you know, Black or white, you know, it's not one race or the other. It's the human race. Why can't we be like animals? Animals don't have war. Why can't we be like animals? Why do you look at me like, oh, I don't know, I've seen some lion. Some lions like, it's just my drama. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, well, that's what I wanted. I felt like, well, that's why I got into a lot of bad relationships. Because I was like, well, if I treat this person this way, they should treat me that way too. Ta-da! Right? Like, you can't treat somebody who's treating you nice and respectful bad, right? Because mm-hmm. when when somebody disrespects you, I did, 
I did this and I did this. I was so, what? And that's what I really, I, I thought that's how that kind of stuff happened, you know? Um, but I mean, I don't know. There are people like sociopaths and um, psychopaths, you know? Um, some people don't have that um, that remorse. They don't even feel bad about a lot of, a lot of things. So there are people out there that don't feel bad um, about anything that they do. And it kind of just depends on them. I guess the situation, but, um, I had to learn how to be assertive when I was working at the hotel and I got promoted to supervisor. And, uh, I remember going to, uh, I had an issue. No. Okay. Well, this was before I got promoted. I had an issue, uh, with one of the cooks that I got lunch from because he had, he was like, uh, I brought, um, an intern from another country um, over and I was like showing him the stuff in the hotel. We asked for our food and this guy was like very rude to us and yelled at us and stuff. I'm like, that's unacceptable. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, I just, I went to HR and I was just like, you know, I, well, I wanted to come and tell you this and, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't like confrontation. I don't like, you know, confrontation or starting things. And they Charlie was just like, oh, I'm not afraid of confrontation. <laughs> I, then confrontation is fine. Let's go. And she went over there with me. She talked to him and stuff. And we were friends for the rest of the time I worked there. I mean, the, the, the chef, he was like, oh, I'm just having a hard day, blah, 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 which, you know, just side note, a lot of times when people are responding, it's something to do with a lot of times them and, and not you. But I always remember that, you know, um, that was helpful on my, my journey to being assertive. I had to learn how to be okay with confrontation because if you're, otherwise things aren't going to change. You're just going to accept the way that things are. You and know? confrontation doesn't necessarily mean like being angry or, um, like conflict, high conflict. I it, think it does. Well, not high, 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 was it high magic? It's not like the low magic and middle magic. It's high. just it's high like magic. an intense conflict. You know, it, confrontation, I think what you're talking about mm-hmm. is just meeting or being up front with what, whatever's going on. Like yeah. in that job. But it's going to be, it, it's going to be some conflict. Maybe not, it, it could be high conflict. You don't know. And that's what we're, that's why we're afraid of being assertive, right? That's why people are afraid of being assertive because you don't know how that person's going to respond. Like I said, a lot of times people have stuff going on with them. Mm-hmm. That chef could have just, maybe it was because HR was talking to him, you know, a nice older lady. How are you going to yell at her? You know, she was like, like, no, he just told me that you did this. Is this what happened? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. We can't accept that kind of stuff. This is our intern. You know, she was assertive to him. And I was like, man, I could have done that. I could have said, <laughs> wait excuse me chef i respect what you're doing here thank you for the food but this is our new intern you know from the netherlands i'm trying to show him that in the hotel industry we all treat each other with respect so you know we, we don't want to come off with him like so that's that's what i could have done i hadn't learned it then now now i now i got it down and that's why when chris says i don't like your tone when you're being a serve you're being aggressive i'm like what no, I've worked on this. No. You know, I, I, I'm just like... And so There's like, difference. Yes, yes. We've, we've discussed yes. about the differences. Yes, in time Chris. Because yes, I am yes. very well fine with, you know, being assertive. But I, I, that's... I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I take mm-hmm. so much issue with it because I'm... Um, I feel like, you know... Well, I'm, I'm not going to change my tone. I'm not going to change myself because I had to learn to be assertive and it's mine. And if you take it away from me, then I won't be able to say what I want. And I'm just going to accept everything and I will not take it. Um, 
but yeah, I mean that's that can that can be a lot. So. Well, and something that we've discussed is when um, about being assertive, and you know this kind of goes to the question about the the episode of is it is it rude? Is that it? It can it. I feel like I feel like I'm assertive sometimes, you know, with you, and it's different because at work I have no problem being assertive. You know, I I have to kind of because I I am in charge of um, training and guiding other people when when is it rude i think it's the tone like say for example you know work example is my best examples um if i'm reviewing a work from from another designer and and i've asked them multiple times to do this and and they haven't done it this this time you know i can say you know i think to be rude would be like hey you know i've told you to do this multiple times why haven't you done it you know that tone. I think it implies that I'm frustrated. Well, obviously that I'm frustrated, but it it kind of has like a meanness to it. Like, hey, you know, I told you to do this. Why haven't See, you? See, okay. So then I, that's one tone. Yeah. Then the other tone would be like, hey, I've um, I've mentioned this a couple of times, and well, well, what have I said before? Is that it? See, this is this is what I, I I'm sorry, Chris. I'm. I'm sorry, Taylor. I'm sorry, Taylor. I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. <laughs> I'll let you finish. Really? But Borderline Deals had the best video of the year. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm going to let you finish. When, when this situation is, I, I try to be like, hey, uh, this is, uh, as a reminder, um, make sure to always do this. And then I reiterate, we do this because XYZ. I mentioned it a couple of times before. You know, if you need to write down a note for yourself and put it on your on your computer screen so it'll remind you of it next time it comes up. That's being assertive. That's explaining, you know, the process again and then giving additional information as to why. So it kind of I think it it's a better approach than the the initial my first resp- response or example. Oh my gosh. Hey. You know, guys, I'm going to get tested for ADHD, and I can tell I have it because I'm waiting for, like, Chris talks so slow, and he's just like, I'm like, can we just get to it? Can we just, can we just, you know, we need to get to the, to, to, to the nitty gritty, like, to, to the, to, to the, the topic sentence. Like, what are you, what are you, you know, just. I'm giving examples. <laughs> I, I know, but I, and also, like, I wanted to say something, and I can feel my, I'm like, tightening, uh, grinding my teeth, and I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm gonna have to write it down. I'm gonna forget. He's like, oh. <laughs> that's saying? another that's another episode <laughs> um well if i can remember dang uh oh oh that's one thing that we always talk about the the tone and you know it was easy for you to come in there and say hey you have been working on this for a minute where is it mm-hmm. and you're like well let me think about how to say it in a respectful i what is what is more important, like the the tone or the words? The words that the person said to you. Now it may have sounded aggressive to you. Let's just think about it for a second, because with my my DBT, I have to think about this all the time. How people's words sound to me. So if someone came to me and said, "Hey, you've been working on this for a minute. You know, are you almost done?" You know, I guess the aggressive thing. How do I know that they're being aggressive? How do I know that they're frustrated? How do I know that? Am I just looking at, am I looking at their face and saying that? Am I guessing how they feel or do I know how they feel? And that's the thing. We don't know how anyone feels. You know, the, the way that you could be seeing them as aggressive could be this person could have, um, could be thinking about something else on their mind. They could be stressed. 
But the worst if they just asked you were respectfully. So if someone came to you and said, hey, you know, you've been working on this for a minute. Are you done yet? And they, you know, looking, hey, are you done yet? Are you, you're working on this for a minute. You know, and I was like full on B, into my BPD. I'd be like, wait, yeah, I, why are you talking to me like that? Yeah, I've been working on it, you know, but they may have not even meant it. Like they may not even um, have comprehended how they came off mm-hmm. because I didn't listen to their words or a- aspect. Because in that situation, you have, if you want to know the truth on how someone feels, the only way that you can do that is by saying, wait, are you, are you angry? Are you frustrated? If they say yes, okay, they are. If they say no, they're not. That's the only indicator that you have. Everything else that you're doing is mind reading. And so we have a lot of things about that because you'll say, you know, you guys can tell that I, you know, when I get more active and when I get more excited, I start using my hands, my voice raises. If my emotions start going up in excitement or anger or frustration or whatever, I get more, you know, get more energy. And so, you know, if I talk to Chris like that, he's like, I don't like your tone. I'm like, what's... What, what's about my my tone? I said this, I said this, I said this. You know, was it belittling? Was it, was I blaming you? Was I, no. Then what was it? It was your tone. I'm like, I, and, and, and I, it's really difficult because I want to, I want to have the right tone to give you, but it's not always possible depending on what's going on inside of that person and inside of the other person. I don't know the experiences that you've had with people that look like this. Or people that look like this. You know, somebody comes up to you and says, are you busy or um, are you going to work? Are they being sarcastic? Are they being, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's sort of like, you know, like that was a good example of what you just made with with the fault, you know, asking someone if they're almost done. You know, I think, I don't know if you noticed that, the difference, but for example, if you said, hey, you, you know, you've been working on that for a minute now. Are you almost done? Versus, hey, um, I noticed you've been working on that for a minute. Are you almost done? So I guess it's like, one is it an actual question? And the other one is more like, uh, why aren't you done? But some, you said the same words and some people talk. Uh, all I'm saying is that it doesn't help to mind read. It doesn't help to mind read and go into, if someone says, hey, are you almost done with that? To, hey, are you almost done with that? To, hey, are you almost done with that? To, hey, are you almost done with that? That, hey, you almost done with that? Now, you know, we do. We do judge people. This is just me. We do judge people on how they look. If somebody came to me like said, Hey, are you done with that yet? Mm-hmm. Now that 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 in the tone in the and that, but it does not for me, for, for what I've learned DBT, it does not it doesn't help me to mind oh my god, they're yelling at me, they're mad at me. Unless, you know, if I really do feel like they are, I need to say, Hey, are you are you yelling at me? Are you getting angry at me? You know, that's a, almost a part of being a sort. You need to ask. And they say, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a little frustrated. Okay. They say, no, no, I'm not. I'm just asking you. And you got to take their word for it. You say, oh, okay, yeah, I'm almost done. All right. Thank you. That, I mean, that's the conversation. Everything else would be like, what? Your tone? Why? Ah! You know, and we're missing the entire thing. Because we're getting into somebody else's emotions when that's, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but when we communicate, we don't communicate just with words. Okay. Yes. We communicate with tone, inflection. There's a lot but, uh, of body what saying, language. What I'm saying is that is true. That is true. So it's not it's not just and about mind reading. There is a way to communicate with someone. Yes. Yes, there is. There is. With tone. But 
So but I think that is an important talking, factor. In, yes. And for people to notice and be aware. I'm just of. saying that when, yes, of course, if somebody, like I just said, if somebody comes to you and, and yell at you, hey, are you done? You know, and you feel like, okay, so Chris, if I can't use it, hey, you're both done. How would you uh, react? <laughs> oh, use it. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. So I'm a I'm a stranger. I'm I'm one of your work buddies, and I just said, "Hey, you're almost done." In that aggressive tone, yes. how would you react? I would be shocked. Okay. Like, so how would you react? Hey, you're almost done. I'm like, um, I'm working on it. All right. Thank you. So, what did you get out uh, of that? What did no, you get so, out of that experience? So... Like, what, what? Now, if you had, if you had, if you had lost into you know, asking them, hey, wait, don't come at me like that, or blah, 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 blah. What, what, you would have gotten sidetracked from, if you, but if you just listen to words, hey, you're almost done. This person may be mad about something that's going on with them. This person may not realize what they're doing. This person may, but if I start saying, hey, what are you doing this, blah, blah, they're going to, you know, a lot of times what I realize, people say, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing that, blah, blah, and then you start getting into, which is mm-hmm. what happens to us, and we get sidetracked from what the real thing is. But the thing is, for me, is that even if the person who is approaching you and the person who is approaching with a the, the tone, mm-hmm. sure, you know, it may be due to something else that had happened, you know, that they're struggling with that's completely separate. Mm-hmm. But that still is not a good reason for you to bring that to another individual. Bring so if you're, to- if oh, you're okay. upset yeah, about yeah. A, a, your your spouse that you had a fight with, there is no. That's not a re- good reason to then bring so. that that energy to the employee. Is that what I'm saying? Wait. No. You, you, what you're saying is that there are other reasons why somebody might come across. Come I'm across saying that, that you are responsible for your own emotions. If somebody does come across with you with frustration in their voice, you see it as frustration. Okay, and they are. Um, it, let's say that they are frustrated because of their wife or something like that. It is their responsibility to not come to you like that. That is very irresponsible. But can we all help that? Now, like I just said, like when I get excited, like right now, I'm sure my voice went up more. Like now that I'm being like kind of aggressive to you, like, wait, Chris, I I disagree with this a little bit. Or, you know, I want to talk about this a little bit more. You know, my Mm -hmm. tongue changes. And I'm just saying, like, we're responsible for our own emotions. If somebody does come at you and you feel like yes. it is in a disrespectful way, the only way to know is to, I would say, listen to the words. You know, are you done yet? Is not necessarily, you can take that a million different ways. Are you done yet, dweeb? Are you done yet, asshole? Now, that's different. You know, hey, are you done yet? You've been working on that forever. That does sound like something. But for for me, for my DVT, it's best for me not to go to a million places with that. Are you done yet? You've been working on that forever. I'm going to go a million. Oh, my gosh. Oh my, is it this? Are they just, wait, did they just mean like that? Are they joking? Are they, you know, I'm just, are you done with that? You've been doing it forever. I'm like, you know, it's okay to say, oh, it hasn't been forever. Um, yeah, but I, I'm almost done, you know, but I'm just saying that we get, People are responsible for their their emotions and we can get tied down in the tone and all that stuff and trying to correct people. And, you know, I used to do that, too. I used to do that a lot more, you know. Hey, you need to talk to me like this. Hey, you need to. But I'm just like, all I can do is just be like, hey, are you okay? Yeah, why? Oh, did it seem like you were raising your your voice at me? Oh, no, you know, I was just going through this. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. That's what I'm saying. Most people don't realize it, Hmm. you know. Like, I don't realize it unless I'm actively thinking about it. 
We're responsible for our own emotions. And if you want to know how someone feels, you have to ask them and then believe them. You have to know the facts. If you don't know the facts, you're just mind reading. Hmm, that sounded like they were angry at me. I should, you know, this sounded like they were angry at me. Then you need to take some action in some way, you know? You need to either ask them, are you angry or not? Or just say, you know what? Let me listen to the words, you know? Mm-hmm. If they do say something to you, like, you know, hey, you need to get, um, hey, are you done with that yet, dweeb? I don't know what, why dweeb is my word. I'm sorry. I just love, you know, got called that a lot of middle school along with, <laughs> along with uh, Urkel. Did I do that? I, I used to, you know, that's was, was my first steps in comedy, you know, just <laughs> the class loved me. Uh, wish I had like one of those machines that, you know, Urkel got in, turned into, what was it, Stefan, and he turns like to, anyway, he like t- took off his glasses and he's like, hello. Anyway, um, I feel like we should get to the, the skit, Chris. Um, we got like 30 minutes. Uh, we've already done a couple examples. I know, but we need a skit so people can see you cry. Mm-hmm. You know, like people need to see the action. Mm-hmm. But well, I, mm-hmm. So what I wanted to say was that, yes, of course, we are responsible for our emotions, but that does not absolve the other person's approach to you as well. Yes. That is not to say, oh, well, if somebody else is being mean or rude to you, then you just got to deal with it and, you know, manage your own emotions. Yeah. Yes, that is true. You know, we, you know, at, at work, when I've had another example with my boss, um, would say things like, why has why has this taken so long? You've had it for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So in those instances, I take a deep breath because usually I'm like, <sighs> so I take a deep breath and I'm like, well, we've had th- these five other rush jobs and then I've been working on this and that. So we haven't had a chance to get started on it until late. You mm-hmm. know, I'm working uh, as best as I can and I'm going to get it out as soon as I can. Yeah. And then usually there is a change in tone. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. And, in, in, you know, then it's my responsibility not to let that affect me for the rest of the day. Um, but also, when I, we can't always do that with work, you know, but with the relationships that we have, yes, I see your hand, the relationships that we have that we're able to communicate more and um, kind of, guide that communication i think it is nicer to to speak out and say you know watch our tone mm-hmm. yes 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 oh I don't, no i don't want to interrupt People, just, Ajani. i'm just uh, almost on a note paper here teacher you're just really lecturing today okay. thank you um I've had well, a have you learned yes well i just want to add on a couple of things okay <laughs> no sorry like you're talking you just get like a bloom of oh my god of information i'm telling y'all i'm getting that test i'm so oh man i can't we're gonna do an episode on adhd i'm so excited to yeah, finally um um get that test. yeah um so i was writing down here that everybody deserves to be respected of course um but just like you you were talking about with your your boss you know um i think we have to like pick our battles and you know yes i think that it is okay and right for you to tell somebody hey i didn't appreciate the tone, the tone you know that tone. Yeah. um yeah i didn't appreciate that tone and and most people will be like oh, okay you know and that's what i do most of the, most of the or, time what tone <laughs> yeah that one right there <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I guess not most of the time. Most of the time, I'm just like, I don't want to change. I'm just like, this is me. I'm loud. No, I say I'm loud anyway. You know, I use my hands anyway. And that's the really hard thing about it is because I want to change, but I feel like my assertiveness is appropriate because I always try to prove it to you by um, by telling you, like, the words that I'm saying, but the tone is on that. So it's everybody um, Everybody is, is, is different. Everybody deserves to be um, respected, and, you know, because I, I love you, Chris, I want to work on my tone, but I also want you to realize that, you know, I have, um, you know, and, and for other people listening, you know, you may have someone who's struggling with emotional dysregulation. So it may not be easy for them to control their tone at all times. So if they are able to say words to you that are non-blaming and respectful, you should be happy about that because it takes a lot to hold down. You know, when Chris says something like three times, I'm just like, you know, I'm just like, fuck. You know, just like, it, it takes a lot. And then it's just like, well, you know, the, the words were okay. I understand what you said. All right. But the tone, now that's where I'm going to have to deduct some. I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> just style um, negative 10 points. But, you know, you come from, I have to keep that in mind. And that's more of like a, a, a personal thing. At work, mm-hmm. you may not be able to dictate you know if your boss has a loud voice when when they're assertive but at home you know if you tell somebody that you love that's something that i definitely keep in mind um but it, it's it's uh it's something i read about uh dbt and assertiveness is to try to imagine the uh the emotion you want to convey mm-hmm. but again sometimes you cannot help the emotion that you put behind something, but you can control your reaction. That is what you're, you know, you cannot control your, your emotions, but you can control your reactions. So well, sometimes we it's hard to control your reactions too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially because, well, when it, it's in a, when it's in already a stressful situation, if it gotten to that level already, then it, it, it's a lot harder. But, you know, I, of course, I always try to be measured in my responses and, um, but you know, it's, we can't always succeed, but it, it's just something to, to be aware of, I think is what we're saying. Okay. So let's do a small little skit here about, you know, we were talking about updating our, our website, Chris, mm-hmm. and I was explaining some, some notes to you. And, um, I this, think this is the setting we're placing. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I think I, I had told you that, um, I was, Telling you that I was updating the website in a certain way, and you were like, "Well, I don't think we need that information right now." Yeah, and then I was just like, "Oh yeah, we do." Well, because of this, and you're like, "Well, no, we don't." And then I was—that's when I got assertive, and then um, let, let's 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 uh, rouse up those those emotions and everything. Like, so oh, can, you want to take me back there? Okay. So we can be authentic, mm-hmm. okay? I'm 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 always in character, so I'm just. You're always a character. I am there. Sure. I would be playing myself <laughs> three hours ago. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So, going to update the website. I want to put that. Uh, I'm going to start uh, with the uh, peer support, and I want to put three uh, different images up. Um, and then with the images, I wanted to put a description of each thing that I wanted to do. 
Yeah, but you know, right now, I don't think that's really needed for right now because we're just doing a, a the episode, right? Well, we need the. Well, I need to update the website. I need to put the descriptions of each one so that you know people can see you know that you know there's a DBT tutoring and there's the peer support and then I have uh, help with podcast management. I need to make sure that people yes, can see all I, that with the. Um, the, that's under the uh, consulting. Yeah, I, I understand that, and that's something that we can do. But you know, we can do that after the episode. I just want to record right now because we're I got everything over okay. set up, and so that's not really a hundred percent needed right now because Chris. we're not going to do this. Okay, right. Chris, Chris, I need to put this up. Are you listening? I need to put this up because we need to have the three packages here. You know, the three things that I can do. For people and make sure to describe the DBT tutoring, you know, and then the peer support and that everybody gets, you know, at least one free peer support meeting with me a month. You know, I think that that's important to put and I want to make sure that other people know that, you know, we have these resources for them. I want to try to help as many people as possible. And if we're going to tell them about it on the podcast I want it to be reflected on the website so that when they go there, you know, um, they can see it, you know? So it is very important that I, I do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was I, was I rude? No. Was my tone? Yes. What's my tone? What's wrong with my tone? I was being, I was being aggressive. Was I? Was I? <laughs> was I being passive aggressive? Was I? No, uh, we can just skip this part, Chris, because you're just going to be quiet for the next hour. Looking at, look. <laughs> yeah, just like that. He just shuts down and he looks like he's, he's just so sad. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like, it, it just reminded me of, um, after this happened, after this episode happened, I was like, no, it's not my tone. You know, like, I thought my... Oh, there you go, fine. denial again. In which, I want to look back at this episode, because I told Chris, you know, I wanted to see the reenactment. But we have this, um... We have this graphic. Um, maybe we can put it on the on the video, actually. I will commend you on this, that after this, it didn't... It wasn't it turned into a, well, I wasn't being like this, you know, or, or you're just being too sensitive. It said, oh, wait, I remember this graphic... Was I being? Was I doing this? Was I doing this? Was mm-hmm. I, uh, well, and you can we could just read it. Yeah, and I just wanted to. I mean, I think it's imp- it's important to talk about all of these voices. So there's um, the passive, the passive aggressive, the aggressive, and then the assertive. So you know that's when you know Chris, I was asking you. Well, you know when I did that, was I being? Um, Let's look at passive. So was I being passive? Was I being emotionally dishonest, indirect, inhibited, self-denying, blaming, or apologetic? Um, And then it has in quotes here, others' rights and needs take precedence over mine. Was I being passive? No, of course not. Okay. (laughs) Okay, that but, was, you didn't even start there. <laughs> excuse me, let's move up. There's four. Yes. Jeez, passive aggressive. Now, passive aggressive. Oh, I, I know this one. This is one of my favorites. Um, passive. So, was that being emotionally dishonest, indirect, self-denying at first, 
self-enhancing at the expense of others later. I sub, I subtly, 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 right? Like, you don't say, subtly, right? Like, you don't see the beat, right? Subtly, right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I subtly. We all know this, you know, we, I subtly make clear that my rights and needs prevail. So, excellent. Exclaim. Mm-hmm. Exclamation mark. Okay, so was I being passive aggressive? I don't think you were being subtle. Well, emotionally dishonest, indirect, self-denying at first, self-enhancing at the expense of others later. So sort of like, you know, um, so like, okay, you're right, Chris. I'm sorry. We should have been on the website, you know, self-enhancing and no self-denying at first. You know, I shouldn't put on the website. That was a dumb idea. Self-enhancing at the expense of others. Because, you know, you know better. You know that it's better that I don't put it on the website. You know, if I don't put it on the website, then so it's better. I'll feel better if I do that. Emotionally dishonest. I feel better if I don't put it on the website. It's fine. See, I told y'all I'm, I'm good. I'm good at the... Woo. I need I need to take some acting classes. I don't even think I need them. But, you know, just, you know, once you have BPD, you're an actor. You know, you just got those <laughs> method actors. Um... Okay, what's the next category? <laughs> okay, so was I being passive-aggressive? Nah. Okay, was I being aggressive? Ooh, now you want to say it. it's all red now, aggressive. Okay, so inappropriate, inappropriately honest, direct, expressive, attacking, blaming, controlling, self-enhancing at the expense of others. I boldly insist that my rights and needs prevail. Hmm. Do you want to look at them, Chris? Inappropriately honest. I feel like I was being direct, right? Mm -hmm. Not inappropriately honest, right? No. Expressive. Yes. Yeah, I guess expressions. Attacking. Was I attacking? Uh... No, you weren't attacking. Why do you always was like <laughs> blaming? This is what happened last time when I read you. Like, uh, I'm like, what? Yeah. Was I blaming? Let me let me not let me try to be as yeah, you know, uh, objective take, as take possible. Your time. That's, that's I what know, I try to do. I know right? who I am. Was I blaming? No. You don't need any time for that? Okay. Controlling? A little. Self enhancing at the expense of others. So I was boldly insisting that my rights and needs prevail. Um, I think, yes. I, I feel like a little, I mean, when you put it like that, boldly insisting that my rights and needs prevail, I guess. Um, yes, but was I, do you feel like I was being aggressive? Self-enhancing I at the like expense of others? A little aggressive. So that's what I'm asking you, which one? I wasn't, oh, that's the, the category. Yes, yes. I wasn't inappropriately honest. I was direct. I was expressive. Was I attacking? No. Was I blaming? No. Was I controlling? I no. Was I controlling the situation? Was I trying uh, to control yes. you? Well, yes, you were controlling the situation because you're like, this is what I want. So I said, this is what I okay, okay. So you say I'm being controlling. Okay, am I self enhancing at the expense of others? So, um. Yes, I think no. So uh, I was because I that I wasn't mm-hmm. very clear on what that means. Self enhancing at the expense of others. Yeah. So I looked it up right now. It says self enhancement is a type of a motivation that works to make people feel good about themselves and to maintain self esteem. 
So something to make you feel good about yourself at the expense of others. Mm -hmm. So kind of like the example that you gave earlier about... um, well, see, when you're aggressive, it's kind of at the expense of others because you're like, you know, you don't know anything. I'm the one that knows everything. You should not have said that. This is what I want to do. Because you're enhancing yourself then. You're making the other person smaller, 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 mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and you're enhancing yourself. Yeah. Like, I, I, and I Expressive. Do I don't know. Yeah, I guess I was being expressive. I did express myself. You're very expressive. Okay. Controlling? No, I guess no. And controlling, I would say that I was controlling the situation. Like, there's no other way of looking at it. There's no other way of going about it. This is, I am the only one that wants to be heard right now. I let you know what I said, and then I tried to follow up by waiting for your response and then making sure you're okay, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's see. I was direct and expressive, and that's it, right? Yeah. Okay. So, was I assertive? Was I assertive? Ooh, let's find out. Was I assertive? Okay, appropriately honest. Yes. No, was I appropriately honest? I guess. No, yes or no, Chris? Yes. Okay. Was I direct? Yes. Okay, that was an aggressive, so that's not a bad thing. I was direct. Was I self-enhancing? No. What was self-enhancing again? Um, Where you make, where you kind of like make yourself feel good or say something positive about yourself okay. at the expense of others. So. No, well, no. So in aggressive, it was self-enhancing at the expense of others. Uh-huh. In this one, it's self-enhancing um, only. Just self-enhancing. Oh, self-enhancing. Um, so I guess, yeah, because you said, you know, this is what I want to do because X, Y, Z. Okay. So I, um, not at the expense of others, but I was self self-enhancing. Yeah. Are you sure? I, mean, I, I don't think that was re- really relative to this one. Okay. So I was I N A. I was expressive. That's an assertive. Was I self confident? Yes. Was I empathetic to emotions of all involved? Um. No, Chris. I just let you. I said, now you just. Sit yes. There okay. Cry. Yes. You were. You were. You yes. Were, okay, what fine. do you want? From me? Um. <laughs> well, I, at the moment, it didn't seem like you were being. Um. You were, what's that word? You were being, um... Oh, empathetic. Empathetic to what I was... So, so again, the... But afterwards, yes. Yes, you were. So, since you says, I clearly expressed that we both have rights and needs. Mm. Yeah, I mean, within the conversation, yes. So, what, what in that... So, since we can agree that I was being assertive and not rude... And, you know, other, you know, you guys were listening too, so maybe it was the the volume or, or my tone or the... Well, it wasn't, it wasn't a 100% mirror situation. Yeah. So... Well, well, it was also, I tried to put the emotion behind it yeah. that I felt because you kept asking and so my emotions were building up. Yeah. But if you had listened to my words, my words were respectful and I was letting you know how I felt and why I thought it was important, mm-hmm. you know? And then... You know, I waited for you, but what what were you concentrated on at that time? Were you just concentrated on how loud I was? It was a potential conflict? Or did, were you just listening to the words and like, okay, that makes sense? Or, well, that doesn't make sense because of this. No, so in situations like that, I do listen to the words. And I try to focus on the words. But it's very hard for me to just focus on the words. Hmm. Um, it... Like, for me, uh, my emotions play a big deal. So, um, 
the tone plays on my emotions a lot. So if the tone it feels like a, a, aggressive or sharp, um, and like, uh-huh. well, saying to you, if it feels that way to you, then you may now. It would not be that if if your boss came up to you with that same tone was talking to you, you may be assertive to your boss. But if it's me, it's harder to be assertive to me. Yes, and I think it's because that's how it's been with my relationships with personal relationships. It take with um, business or other relationships. I think it's because there's a separation, and I think. I don't know why you yeah, have with personal with personal it's that's how it's been with my mom growing up and um and even other people that you know have been more personal yeah, you know it's the way the same way with my bpd is that i can you know treat you bad or like yell at you or yell at you know the people that are closest to me perhaps you know i, I think maybe it's because i know that they won't you know run away or they won't leave or something or i can just you know express my emotion that way but it's not it's not a respectful i wouldn't do that at work because then i would get fired or i'm putting on a whole act you know at yes, other places around other people i'm just like you know what i am not going to pretend you know and i think the, i think for me it's also because i've always i'm always constantly striving to please and to diffuse situations and to you know i think please is the the, mo- the most one yeah. that's what i've kind of gathered from my therapy sessions mm-hmm. so you know if someone's upset or what i perceive to be upset then i'll retreat and i try to just be like uh, agreeable mm-hmm. you know usually that happens you know when you if you if you press me with a certain tone then i shut down and then i'm agreeable yeah mm-hmm. but then i'm in my mind i'm checked out so i think maybe par- partially like the the words don't filter all the way through. Like I I know I hear them mm-hmm. and, I, and I can process them, but I think partially I am starting to check out like halfway through because that tone is so visceral for me. Like mm-hmm. just the emotion has become so visceral, visceral that it kind of takes over. It's kind of, um, and, it, and, it, and it's hard for me to even just like okay. So what's going on? I mean, really what's going on here is that it's uh, like a past trauma almost, you know, like P- um, PTSD, you know, where it's like f- uh, flight or uh, fight or flight mm-hmm. or freeze. And I think there's another one. Um, and what what I mean, I used to feel a, a lot of that, but it made me feel a lot better to be assertive and say stuff. Otherwise, you know, I wouldn't have been able to um I get you know get my my needs even noticed or I think it also plays it, my how my emotional state plays a deal a great deal in it too because I think you've noticed sometimes I am a little bit more assertive like hey I, why are you talking to me in that way you know like you you sound like you're angry are you angry I'll ask you know mm-hmm. so sometimes I do catch myself and but I think my emotional state of being does affect that. Well, we tend to stay on the when we talk about that. And I say I'm not angry. We tend to stay on the tone though, yeah. and that's the trap. That's the trap is staying on the. No, I'm just saying it. It really is a a, a, a trap that I used to get into too. Like someone said this to me, and it felt like it was this, but I don't know the facts. But I'm gonna stay with what it felt like because I'm sure that everybody feels the same way I do and had the same experiences and reacts the same way and. See, for me, I think when I bring it up, it's because I need acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. 
So, but then, you know, you want to get past it because to you, it's not that big of a deal or you're like, I want you to focus on no. the words. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's- and to me, I'm like, okay, but can we please for first, before we get there, can we acknowledge what I just felt? Yes. And I think that's what it is. Yeah. And I can, you know, I, I can acknowledge like, you know, that it, um, you know, I, I didn't mean to make you feel this way and, you know, um, but I mean, when it comes down to it, I need to try to work on my tone as much as possible and we need to have practice on being assertive and actually um, trying to dodge some of those things that we don't need to get into because it could just take a lot from us. Um, yeah, you don't want to go into a spiral about, you know. I, yeah, and, and just... Tone and assertiveness and what well, you yeah. said this. And, and you don't want to hold on, you know, to that stuff. Whatever that person is dealing with and stuff... You're going to now put yourself in there and stuff. And, you know, it, it's just uh, <laughs> take care of yourself. Take care of your emotions and try to ask yourself, what are the facts? If you don't know the facts, stop making up facts for yourself. Because that's not fair. There can be a billion different reasons why. And the best question that I've sort of, I think what I try to do most is like, I just ask, are you upset? And Or like, why are you talking to me like that? Are you upset? And you usually no, I'm frustrated or this or that. And then so that even just posing the question opens up the dialogue for uh, getting through that moment. And the last thing I wanted to talk about, uh, Chris, is I want to um, maybe to remember to put this up too yes. uh, about Dear Man. So this is a uh, acronym that they have in DBT that I use to. Um, communicate it's kind of like a it, it, you know i don't always remember dear man but it is like a, a part of the way that i i communicate because i was able to practice it and i think you guys may learn that episode chris and i kind of practice it together during an argument that we had and it has helped me a lot if only there was a song or something that would help people to remember these acronyms like maybe one day i don't know Maybe, maybe for Dear Man to the, to like, um, Independent Woman Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> All the women's... The t- I don't know, whatever. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. Okay, oh, so okay. what's the acronym? Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you were alluding some. We can talk about that in a second. Okay, so Dear Man, I just want to talk about it really fast. Um, so it's uh, D-E-A-R-M-A-N. And basically it's talking about how to... Uh, deal with interpersonal situations and uh, express yourself. So first you want to start with D to describe the problem, describe what's going on. Um, So, you know, well, you know, Chris, you know, I want to put this on the website. Um, Well, I, I want to put this on the website. I think that's starting to describe the problem. The E would be to express, you know, express why, you know, and be um, and the A is to be insert, assertive. So, you know, Chris, I want to put this on the website. Um, I think it's important to put it on the website because I want people to be able to see this and to be able to uh, get to it in an easy way. I feel like it's an, important um, to do that. And I think it would be helpful. And they reinforce, you know, Um and I think it also with R, they have reward, you know, like, <laughs> I think it's um, reward also, um, but reinforce, you know, and, you know, by doing this, Chris, 
you know, it'll be easier for people to get to it um, and uh, easier to get information. We won't have to repeat it so much. And I just think it's a better, it's a good idea. And then the M is being mindful of how you're speaking, of what you're saying. You know, um, the A is for assertive again. <laughs> and the end is to negotiate. So, you know, you cannot always get what you want, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I thought that A was something else. I don't know why that one said, um, <laughs> it is a, a sir, but you're mindful, um, so that you stay objective about what you want to get across, even maybe even imagining, okay, I'm going to say this calmly. I want to get my needs met. I'm not going to be rude. I'm going to watch my words. I'm not going to blame anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and the A is actually appear. So yes, it's appear confident. <laughs> mm-hmm. Appear confident. Appear like you are taking responsibility for something. Um, and then in for negotiate. So, you know, be... Because, you know, it is something that's going on. Be prepared to be like, okay, well, Chris, if you don't want me to put it on the website like this, then what can I do to, you know to make you happy doing this. And that doesn't mean I have to take whatever you're saying, but that means that I, um, I'm giving you a, um, I'm I'm willing to be open to your, your needs also. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just want to say also that, um, the reinforce, it can also mean reward. And, um, this is reward people with a positive outcome. So, uh, if we go see a different movie, you can pick the movie next time. So, you know, Chris, if you let me update this um, this website, I think it'll be. Um, I think I would just reinforce that. I think it'll be better for both of us, you know, for our podcast to have this information here for everyone to see. And you know, if you know what, I'll update the website myself. You know, so you don't have to touch it at all. I don't mind doing it myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, by going by dear man and practicing that, even with your partner, with other people, describe, express, assert. Then reinforce, stay mindful, appear confident, and then be prepared to negotiate. By doing those things, we can be assertive and and not always get our way, but at least we have a chance of being heard. And um, I'm just going to end this episode by just saying that we are... Uh, I One thing that Chris was talking about is I'm working on... Uh, making some songs uh, for DBT skills to make them easy to remember. Um, and I had, I have worked on one already. Um, I'm not prepared to release it quite yet, but I'm really uh, excited about it. Um, it's for the stop skill. You know, you guys know I love the stop skill. I think it's very useful, you know, to stop, take a step back, observe your emotions and then proceed uh, mindfully. And so that's helping me get, you know, stay out of a lot of spats with, with Chris. Um, who? Anyway, uh, he already lost his mind. Y'all. He already <laughs> lost his mind. That's coming later. No, Chris, no, please. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is peer support. I want to do what I can to help people, um, with BPD that have, uh, I mean, geez, anxiety, depression. I have a list of things I have been uh, diagnosed with um, or have experience with um, or other doctors have alluded to that I I may have um, on our website. 
uh, and I am offering free peer support to anybody that goes to our, our uh, website um, and you know and signs up. Uh, I am offering paid peer support, but that's only if you want to schedule like regular appointments. But uh, for the P, uh, <laughs> for the free peer support, um, it's one monthly um, appointment. And you know if you have problems with assertiveness or you have problems with talking to other people, raising your voice, that would be a great place to go to practice that. Um, Chris will be there, but he is for an extra uh, extra price, right? Because Chris got stuff to do. I'm busy, y'all. <laughs> Chris got stuff to do. I think that's only only fair. I don't want to... Um, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. You don't want to charge for anything, but our podcast has been going on for about three years, and we have been just so thankful to patrons and anyone who has donated to us, and it helps so much. It takes time and money, and we want to keep giving back and doing outreach and doing more and bigger and better things. Um, it's also been hard uh, because of our uh, mental health. Mental health. <laughs> yeah. Both of us, you know, and something that I sort of just come to realize is that I've been depressed this whole, for at least a year. That's another episode. I didn't yeah, know Chris, <laughs> I didn't know Chris was depressed for a year because I was depressed for a Me? year. I and, didn't know either. <laughs> and I didn't have time to. And then today I was thinking of when, um, not today, yesterday when I was out working in the yard, I, I, I was just through my thoughts and my music, right? Um, and I was like, how did you not realize it? Like we've talked about some of the signs of depression, but it's hard to apply it to yourself because, like for example, for me, I realized, wow, I stopped taking photos. I love taking photos. Mm-hmm. I used to take photos all the time of all of my surroundings, outside, inside, our cats, everything, and then I just stopped. And I thought, I assumed that it was just because I got other better things to do, or I'm too busy, or um, but then I realized it, it was just because I didn't, I didn't feel that joy anymore. I didn't feel compelled to do it anymore. It's just like a loss of, loss of interest in the things that you... Loss of interest in the yeah. things that you love doing. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's, a, that's a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just completely missed it because I was, I guess I was too, I had too many things going on. Yeah. So, I, and you know trying to find you the, the the right doctors and everything. That takes a lot. And, yeah, I mean... And so everything, I think, was just taking a toll, and then I was just too busy with other things to realize what I was... what I needed. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's something that with my therapist, I sort of started realizing. It's like, hey, uh, I need to take care of myself, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just so thankful that we're able to continue to do the podcast, and I'm just... Um, I still borrow that I'm still, you know, doing something like this hard for me to stay with, with projects, you know, so I'm just, I'm, and now with video. <laughs> yeah. Really thankful. Um, if you guys want to look for any way to, uh, support us, you can go to our website and press support us. And we really appreciate it. Borderline, borderlineidealist.com forward mm-hmm. slash support. If you, yep. if you want to we would really appreciate it. We, I mean, I, I really want to, um, I want to do something with, with peer support. 
Um, and also I'm, I'm offering uh, DBT tutoring. So if you're interested in um, learning DBT, um, applying it to your life, um, yeah, head, head to our website. We'll have some more information about it. Um, we also are offering uh, free uh, peer support two times um, a month at minimum and also uh, email contact for our, our patrons. Um, and Patreon has been something really hard because I've tried to find stuff to do at Patreon with Chris and I. And it's difficult because Chris has a full-time job and my full-time job is just like taking care of the house and, you know, the trash and, you know, going shopping with Chris and, you know, the podcast. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just really blessed. (laughs) Don't get too excited. (laughs) I'm really blessed that we were able to, you know, do the the movie review and and all the other things that we were able to do. But I want to try to take some of that stuff, um... Try, try to take some of that stuff so that we can raise some funds so that we can keep, you know, the the website the website up and the, the domain name and so that we can really expand. I, I'm even thinking about somehow turning Borderline Dealers into a non-profit. Um, go on, Chris. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what it was in there. I just... Okay. Well, I know this episode's going a little long. Thank you guys for, for being with us and um yeah i hope that little demonstration helped you and you know let's remember our tone and remember to listen to people's words be respectful mm -hmm. and um, And also don't be afraid to speak up and ask what's going on or you know say hey the the tone that you're speaking to me is not doesn't make me feel it it's easy to say don't don't be afraid to speak up um, it's easy to say that, right? Yeah, it's hard to speak it up. And that's why we need practice. That's why you need practice in times when your emotions are not that high. Because mm-hmm. if I hadn't had practice, then it would have been a lot more difficult. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> Anything else? Nope. All right. Thank um, you guys so much for, for sticking with us. Yeah. Oh, man. I, um, oh, yeah. I already said about the, the DBT song. Um, yeah. yeah. So I want to yeah do some more of those and... Hopefully that will inspire you, um, some of you guys to um, maybe donate to us. I'd really like to get like a DBT album of songs together to help um, outreach and help people uh, learn these skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe we can put like a sample to the song that I've been working be on nice, it's on the podcast. I think I'll post that as little. Pretty much done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, gotta go. like, so... you gotta learn to let go. I feel like I, maybe I should just like go on and post the entire thing and just see if... Uh... No, let's just do a snippet. Oh, just a snippet? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll do a snippet. We'll, so um... we can release it with a video. Okay, yeah. A video? We're, we're gonna make a video. We're gonna make a video. Oh, goodness. Okay, guys. Well, sorry to pull you up. Thank you so much for spending some time with us and, and bearing with us and being supporters of us and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And, um, you know, it's sent, you can always send us messages and talk to us. That doesn't cost any money. And, you know, the, the peer support thing is only if, you know, you need someone to, you know, talk to right then. And, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll have more information about it. It's, it's it's sort of new and getting started, but I'm excited and um, thank you. Love you guys. All right, bye. Peace out. Let me go yell at my husband now. Say bye to the camera. It's right there. <laughs> you keep looking over here. It's over there. Uh,
I know. I don't, I don't even know what. Oh, I'm looking at the, like the. We're looking at you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at Camera's myself. right there. I'm just so beautiful. Look right there and say bye. Bye. That's just that's the stop. I'll, I'll press it and say bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> okay. I don't know if we need to edit that. I think it's okay. Uh, I think wait at the beginning. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's okay. Episodes. Oh, from, uh, we need to stop this.